Can you hear us, Chris? Yeah, of course I can hear you. We added Dave from Birmingham to a giant flaming bin. But he escaped before he died and started listening. We plugged our microphones into the internet. And said loads of really dumb shit we regret. Our name is Two Star Podcast and we're woke. We want you to enjoy this but you won't. So we're starting late because because uh, Daniel had some technical issues again. And you had some technical issues. No, I yes. my I was impaired by his technical issues. They they cascade. Is technically across. technically true. I think his but... technical issues spread to Chris. Yeah. That's you how affected me. Yeah. Right. Well, technically, they spread from you to Chris Graham. Um. Well, you started it by turning up and not being able to be heard at all. Yeah, but I was able to fix that without having to restart Zencaster, um, and you weren't. So, uh... well, you did leave and then come back. That is true. Yeah, right. And then I couldn't hear anything, and then Chris couldn't join. We mm. we need to start an inquest. Yeah. Right. Not about this, but about the mm. episode that that Dan. Edited. Yeah, because episode 335. <laughs> episode 335. Yeah, from around two years in the future. What's, is that, what's is, the point? Is that why I'm so inexplicably quiet? Because my yes. my voice had to carry <laughs> over over the eons. <laughs> over two years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think I think we need to put out a public service announcement to our listeners to say we are aware of the issue and we are doing our best to fix it. Now the issue in question is Daniel. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I disagree with this. We have frequently put out podcasts missing numbers. We're just missing a slightly higher number. The, the number is is unfortunate, but it, okay. Um, the the quality of the editing is made what is a poor product even worse. Mm. It's sort of like buying a really crappy sausage and then rather than cook it, sort of leave it in the sun for a bit and hope that it warms up. I thought you meant I thought you were gonna say it's like buying a really crappy sausage and then opening it up and finding it's got a, a pube in it or something. <laughs> it's bad yeah, enough to start with. Well. Yeah. I mean maybe maybe listeners will like um having to play uh to play the the track at such a high volume to hear me that the the three of you cause them to go deaf in one ear. Yeah. Maybe we need to start um, taking advantage of the Zencaster transcription service to add subtitles to the, uh, the audio. Is Maybe this is just our brand now. Right. I can't be held responsible for Audacity deciding that Chris was talking too loudly and needed muting. No, I mean, I guess you could have listened to any of, any of the outputs. Any of it, and then uh, made made an adjustment. I, I, I think. Well, I think the. I think it sort of is your fault as the person that has edited it. And has put it together and I mean, thought I that's listened to the it right... the entire way through to edit it, which I felt was already a big investment of time. So, yeah, maybe you need to do mandatory retraining. You know, like when the the Chinese government send people to education camps. What? Like I didn't that. think that was where you were going to Roh- go with the <laughs> like the Rohingya. Um, I think maybe that's no. a little bit of an extreme punishment. Wrong group of uh, 
What's it? That's um, Myanmar, isn't it? You're thinking of the Uyghurs. Uh, Who is it that China are slaughtering? The Uyghurs. Um, The Uyghurs, I see. Okay, well, a a level down from that. You know, you know, like like the 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 thick kids and the daft lads had to kind of do school in their summer holidays to get better at maths. Do that, like held back a year. Catch up camp. But Dan would love that because he loves school because he's a nerd. That's true. <laughs> That's his idea of a, of a great summer. I mean, we are all nerds, let's be honest. Yeah, fair We're enough. We're different kinds I of think, nerds. I think he should have to do an extra week at school instead of a week at Splash. If we were if we were like um, a boy band... That or... is like a, that is one of the nichest references I think we've ever done. Yeah, yeah. I refuse to elaborate on it. <laughs> yeah. Good. If we, if we were a boy band called The Nerds, equivalent to The Spice Girls, then I would definitely be Sporty Nerd. Adam Ginger well, yes. Nerd, obviously. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, well. <laughs> Dan, Dan Posh Nerd. Yeah, yes. that's unarguable. God, this, <laughs> so work, this be, maps really well. You've got a choice it? between scary and baby. <laughs> I, I'd quite like to be scary baby nerd. <laughs> yeah, scary baby nerd works. Well, it's like, like we can uh, roll up both roles into one. It's a bit like yeah. um, Liz, Liz Trust having uh, more than one position in the cabinet, isn't it? Yeah. Scary baby I, nerd. Uh, <laughs> Does that mean Graham needs to do a photo shoot of, of him uh, seemingly shitting? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what? Bizarre flair. Did you not see the, the bizarre um, Liz Trust photo shoot that just looks like they photographed her shitting and then photoshopped out the toilet? Liz <laughs> Trust shitting. <laughs> oh, That's a brave... You're going on so many watch lists, Graham. Oh, yeah, where she sat on the phone. No, that can't be. She doesn't look like she's shitting. She's got her legs crossed. You can't shit with your legs crossed. I think you're looking at a different picture. She's in oh, okay. like a, a colourful. There's there's several. She's in very colourful trouser suits, but they're yeah, flared, she's in that. and she's kind of yeah, squatting. Uh, oh, okay. Adam will be able to share one. his his downloaded images of this with you. I'm sure. Yeah, the watch list you'll probably go on is you'll you'll probably start getting Facebook messages to join the Conservative Party. Hmm. That's the image in question. Hang on, where am I to find uh, in the the, the the chat for? Oh well, Zencast. it's not showing me any Zencaster chat. Oh, it's okay, well, rolled off the side of the screen for goodness' sakes. Oh Jesus! Yeah, okay. No, I would. She looks have like the... a science fiction Margaret Thatcher, and depressingly, I think they probably that was the design brief. Let's go yeah, for a science fiction. Oh, Margaret it Thatcher. definitely was. Right, okay. Well, um, I mean, what a horrifying image. She's even in front of a toilet by the looks of it. <laughs> well, I know what's going to be the episode header for this um, this episode. I don't. Yeah. What, what is it going to be, Daniel? It's going to be Liz a Trump picture Trump. of me squatting. Oh, about to. Butter Seagull? What, come on, what, what's your great mind come up with as a title? Well, so we'd have to, it would have to be multiple people because it's got. Bear in mind that it's got to be quite a long, narrow banner, so it doesn't really work with that picture. You need like it's gonna all be four all, of us. No, it's going to be our, um, our faces photoshopped onto a really sexy picture of the Spice Girls, isn't it? Well, that would mm. also work. That's a lot uh, of effort, though. Who, who's going to photoshop? Well, it's got to um, be like the classic, scary the classic baby one from early on. <laughs> scary baby nerd. Also, yeah, we'll have to do like a face merge. <laughs> 
because you know, it's, you like oh, yeah. it's your face. your face merging with your face, but with two bodies. A Shiva person, yes. Hmm. Like cat dog. I don't know. That's maybe how what you should do. I assume I just put my face onto both of them. Mm. Twice as much, Graham. Everyone's dream. Literally everyone. Yeah, everyone is screaming about That's a good way of putting it. Yep. Okay. Um, so this this then episode, what, 337? Or are we going to skip another 100 and go 437? I think, I think what, yeah, we start incrementing the first number. So... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So this is four three seven. Fine. Although technically it would be four thirty five. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. So last week. One, Hang on. No, because no, it would be. F- we've missed a week, so this would be five hundred and thirty five. Yes. Do- but this won't make any sense when people listen to last week's, which was recorded before Dan decided to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to people desperately searching for all the ones that they've missed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nobody put out has, 100 episodes in the week that I was away. Nobody has mentioned it or even noticed. So right. I think maybe we're giving the listeners too much credit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in fairness, it would be quite funny to, you know, you know, first listener to actually work out what we've done and message us about it wins like... Well, that's the first listener to listen to this will realise. Yeah, because we just told them. Right. Okay, so if anybody has, so if anyone has messaged us before this is released, Mm. then they win Dan coming around to their house and giving them a little kiss. No, no, they win a lollipop. I make no warranty as to whether I've already started licking the lollipop or not. Dan will come around and lick your lollipop. Dan will not. It'll be posted. Okay. Possibly uh, so rat- I thought maybe this week I've uh, I've been deliberately not ratifying any eggs in the sorting hat because I thought maybe we could make that a feature. So we've got a little oh, bit of a backlog now, it. yeah, but um, not a huge amount. I think uh, I think Adam um, might have uh, stepped up and done some admin for you. When? Uh, well, the only the only one that I I dumped a poll for was. Oh yeah, um, you did a poll, but nothing's been moved in. For, for Mr. Mr. Novak's. Yeah, we can still have the polls, that's fine. But they still have, yeah. then have to be ratified because we could still overturn the yeah. the poll. Because otherwise, what's the point in sitting on the board? How democracy works. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's an advisory referendum. Yeah. Um, so the last one to go into the bad egg channel was uh, Clapton. And that was yeah. unanimous. So the then I. The egg was Bryden. Yeah, so after that, I proposed Richard Osman. Um, David from Birmingham said, yeah, he seems all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm I, absolutely fine with Osman being a good egg. I think that's... Mm-hmm. I don't have any don't have any reason to suspect that he's not. Yeah, I think he seems like a delightful man. I um, I, I think that you need, you need somebody to put forward an argument mm-hmm. on a, against this. On the basis of the advocate, be, um, right. uh, yeah, yeah. Even okay. we need to do our due diligence. Don't even we? the very worst person in the world deserves um, a defence, a legal defence, yes. don't they? Yeah. And and even the supposedly system. the very best person um, needs to have um, somebody that just says chat shit about them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Richard Osman, so, um, I think he's too tall. 
I think he is too tall. You're right, Dan. I don't think that's entirely within his control. I think okay. he could have eaten less as he was growing. <laughs> yeah. And I, I realise yeah. now that, that he has mentioned something about um, an eating disorder. An eating disorder. So yes. I, I'd, I'd like to retract Somewhat. that crass. <laughs> Well, in that case, you could have... Well, Chris, really you, do, you do remember, Chris, that we had the conversation um, about how we felt that you should apologise for something at the end of every episode. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're doing well, because we're... Uh, okay. We've already got something in well, place. I'm 12 minutes in, You're and really I already into this my, my, first role, of, my first apology. I'd like to retract yeah. that statement. Um, okay. I, I don't think it's his fault that he's too tall, but I think that were I to be in the same room as him, I would find it upsetting and unnerving. And I'm not sure yes. a good egg should be able to to maybe make somebody feel uncomfortable should... just by maybe, how tall maybe. they are. Just for you, Chris, he could do that thing where like, he kneels down and puts shoes on his knees yes, and then goes around the room like that. Do you think he would it do would that? Be less... I, I think he I seems think he like would. such a good egg that he'd do it. He, I think he, he would often, do that. especially if he knew that you felt that. uncomfortable mm. with his size. Do you know what he he does often um, sit down on television? He sits down behind a desk on pointless. Yeah, that may so be. You wouldn't know how tall he was. That may no. be um, because he knows that his height. Unnerved it, might, it might be contractually obligated Maybe. because um, he sits down uh, on. Peter um, Armstrong doesn't like it. Yeah. Well, no, Chris, Chris doesn't like it, so I think that's. I th- I'm. Sh- we can't rule out it being specifically because he knew it would upset Chris. I mean, that is that is a possibility. I mean, I yeah. albeit outside one. It's very decent of him to to very rarely be be seen stood up, isn't it? And yeah. in his full glory, unlike Stephen Merchant, yeah. he's oh, always, yeah, he's he's always standing up. Else. Yeah, he, he flaunts it. Doesn't he's he? standing up mm. all the time. I'm not convinced that his knees work. Yeah. Okay, okay so, so actually, balance, actually, I I think that um, I'd, I'd like to change the right. I have talked myself around because of the steps he's taken. I think he's he's cemented himself in, as a good his because okay, because so. he he's so considerate of other people's feelings that he will mm. he will do whatever he can to be sat down. Mm. It's not yeah. it's not laziness. Um, no. It's not just practicalities that well you can't stand up all day every day. He yep. he knows he knows that it it's um un- potentially unnerving. A it's little bit just... like if you if you see an injured animal, you you sort of go, Oh, it's all right, it's all right, and you, you approach you put it, it out of its misery. Approach it gently yeah. with the shovel, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's putting you out of your misery by sitting. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I think we I think we're 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 agreed on, on Osmond. Hang on, yeah. hang on. Uh, who's not... I, I, I'm remembering um, a story from Would I Lie to You, where he yes. was a bad egg. Okay. The problem is, is I can't true? remember whether it was true or not. <laughs> okay. I think. I don't think it's is... admissible then. Yeah. Do you want to know what the bad and... story was? Oh, I thought you just couldn't remember it. No, what I remember the bad story. Is whether um, it was true or not? He... Oh, I see. Sorry, I thought you couldn't remember he... the story. I was hoping you might remember if it was true. Or I not. just the, the shovel mm. thing just just caused me to yeah. to remember it. Is mm. that he? Um, he killed a man with a shovel. He killed. A, he killed a badger. He killed yeah. and buried a badger um, with the banker from Deal or No Deal. Okay. And 
And either I'm you don't just even googling, need to check did Richard Osman kill a badger. Don't even need to check if that's true or Your not. Search history is going to be a disaster after tonight. <laughs> because I, I, I hope it comes up and flags it as uh, forbidden <laughs> knowledge, like teaching crabs to read. I'm I'm going to tell you why it doesn't matter. Because if it's true, then he's a monster. If it's a yeah. lie, then he's a liar. Yeah. Even though he was on a show that's uh, that's a, a ostensibly that paid him to do it a game. Mm-hmm. He's, he's paid to lie. What what kind of egg is that? <laughs> okay, so that's. It. Have you come back around to a vote for a bad egg then? Yeah, he, he's totally a okay. bad egg. He's either a liar or a badger murderer. Okay, well I'm going to say good egg in spite of uh, Chris's evidence, Adam. I'm really not a fan of badgers, so good egg. Yeah, badgers are ferocious. Uh, Dan, would you like to side with Chris, and then we have to go to the listeners, which. We'll make it a, a good egg because that's the only input we've had. Uh, no, I think he's a good egg. Good, um, right there. Okay, right. He's in the channel. Right. Next up, uh, Dolly Parton. Obviously, good egg. I think good egg. good egg. I think it, I'd struggle to. I don't know enough about her to know anything that could make her a bad egg. I would like yeah. to request an additional week in order to prepare um, prepare my case against Dolly Parton. Um, I mean, Dolly Parton was posted in the channel on the 30th of December. Uh, yes, but the, this court date um, was rushed forward without prior knowledge. And you've, you've had two I need weeks to, summon, to I need to summon my witnesses. Um, no, no I, you're in court now. I you The case will be thrown out if you're not prepared. Okay. Uh, and then she'll just be ratified as a good egg. You can appeal, I guess. So in my in my next, opening next statement, I would like to paint a picture of a scheming and manipulative harlot who <laughs> yeah. um, quite possibly has murdered multiple rivals. Yeah. There's no way of knowing. But, That's um, the beauty of an opening statement, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You, you can literally say what you like. In in this case, I'm going to prove beyond reasonable doubt that Molly mm. Parton is a bad egg. Okay. okay. So my then, uh, Dan, if you Pretty if powerful. you can make the opening statement for the defence, um, Chris is stupid and wrong, and she's clearly not. It's a compelling argument, Your Honour. All right, fine. She donates lots of money to various good causes, including tons of books for... um, Yeah, virtue signalling, I hear what you're saying. (laughs) Um, She just seems very nice. Um, She's an excellent musician and sings good songs about things that that matter and are relatable. Um, Has a theme park. Has a theme park. I've forgotten about that, but that's another... Strong plus point. Is it? Massive um, tits. Yep. Does she anymore? She's quite old. Well. They, they don't, like, just shrivel up and vanish. Well, here's no, the no, thing. No, I, no, I, no, I, don't, I don't think they were real, Adam, get... and so I think you could have had them whipped out once they became mm, a... Deceit. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't have listened to me. <laughs> but, but hypothetically, she could have. I mean, yes. Mm. Yes, yeah, so, so my point is that she might not have big boobs anymore. We should have them put back if uh, if we ask nicely. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm assuming we're coming 3-1 on uh, on Dolly Parton, are we? I think so. Beg your pardon? <laughs> Jesus, sorry, that was a <laughs> terrible statement. But, I mean, you know, you would. All right. 
into the good egg bag with her. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up, uh, Goldfinger, the band. Uh, I'm inclined to agree, but do we need to split them into their constituent parts? I feel like we can't reasonably, due yeah. to the number of different members they've had over the years, it would be impractical yeah. to sure. attempt to individually thing. rate them all. Also, I'm largely uninterested in the egg status of any of them but the lead singer, so I'm happy to just kind of ratify on John Feldman. Yeah, yeah. I'm also fine with that. Are we, we, are we essentially saying the that, the, that the others are not really part of the band? No, well, we're just saying that they have not, in most cases, have not been part of the band substantially enough that you could argue that they are Goldfinger. I mean, they are essentially um, session, session musicians, musicians at this yeah. point, aren't they? But John Feldman's been in since the beginning, and I think he is a great egg. Fair enough. Um, I'm I'm just uh, I'm just doing some research onto who you're talking about. What songs did they have then? Ninety uh, Nine Red Balloons. Oh, Superman. I, think, I think that was somebody else's. I mean, it was a cover, admittedly, but right. Okay, I'm just finding out who this is. This is the problem with the legal system: is that um, the the Am I a defence? The prosecution, the the state prosecution, is just so chronically underfunded that I have to Google Google the um, defendants uh, in the middle of a trial. It's very unprofessional, isn't it? It's mm. very unprofessional to bl- blame the system, Chris. Ah, okay. This is going to muddy the waters. Feldman is a former vegan, now pescatarian, and vocal activist yeah. for animal rights. What's he got against fish? What's he got I against just... fish? He's a fish hater. So? Fish are yeah. bastards. I don't, well, mind. Like, she, I don't mind that. loves fish to the point of wanting to consume their flesh to um, inherit their powers. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Mm. Like, it, it's in some ways, it's the most sincere form of flattery. He produced Avril Lavigne's latest single. Okay, Which is a good single. Is, is it is? slaps. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a really great. Do you know the really interesting so. thing is that I knew that the only reason that you told us that he produced it was so that you could tell us that that song slaps. It does. <laughs> you slap. could tell the excitement <laughs> in your voice if you knew that you'd got a way of mentioning that song. <laughs> yeah, because it slaps. Right. Um, I'm enjoying that you're attempting to pretend that you're young, Graham. It's. Um, it's, it's um, I know all the all the um, wordos. That the young O's say. Do you? Right. I yeah. um uh, um prosecution rests. I would <laughs> okay. I withdraw I withdraw I withdraw from this case. In he goes then. That happens a lot in Bull, is they realise that the that they've made They don't mistake. know enough about the case and they just give they up. They just go, Oh yeah, fair enough. You've got some yeah, okay. you've got some big lawyers, we're gonna lose anyway. Uh okay. Next up the Colston four. Yeah, good eggs. Uh, now, I think this is potentially a trap. Why? Because the only thing I know about them is they chucked a uh, statue in a river, not the sea, because they couldn't even be bothered to commit to that. Uh, but they could be absolute bastards. I don't know. 
Yeah, this is yeah. the thing. Like, I don't have enough information about them to be able to make a solid determination as to whether yeah. they are people who are, you know, genuinely good and happen to be on the right side of things, or whether they're just utter bell ends who wanted to pull down a statue and just happened to do it in the middle of a protest. Okay, so I don't think they are utter bell ends because one of them is called Milo Ponsford, another <laughs> called Sage Willoughby. The third is called Jake Scoos, spelled S-K-U-S-E, and the final one is Rian Graham. So I don't think they're bad eggs, but okay. I hear uh, those names, and I think they're probably quite annoying. Let's do that. They do, sa- Dan, they do sound like they were possibly your classmates at the RGS. <laughs> it's very annoying, yes. I'm okay, well let's take one you. each, and we'll do some live Google... Um, okay, I'll take Jake Scoos. I'll take Rianne Graham. What was Ponsford's name? Full name? Milo. Yeah, full full name. And, uh, what have I Chris, got? Chris, you get Sage Willoughby. Sage Willoughby sounds like uh, the name you'd give to a static caravan. <laughs> no, because static caravans are called things like Marauder no, and Death Machine. Incorrect. Static caravans are oh, very okay, great so names. You're thinking of um, Taurus. Oh, fine. Okay. Yeah, because you do oh. maraud around the countryside. Mm. Well, the only the I only ha- ha- results are um, related related to... to the statue toppling. Well, I we need to do a deeper we... dive then. Yeah. I have. I'm so there's a Milo Ponsford on Etsy. Okay. What kind uh, of he's a is carpenter slash joiner, but he doesn't have anything on the uh, on Etsy yet. Um. Okay. Here's some exciting breaking news. Related searches for Sage Willoughby include Sage Karma Kitchen Willoughby, and I'd love it if Karma Kitchen were her two middle names. <laughs> <It'd> be amazing. <laughs> mm. Um. So Jake, I think I'm on Rianne Graham's LinkedIn. But it could be another one. It's hard to say. I don't think I don't think radical protesters should be on LinkedIn. No, I don't. And I think that makes her a bad egg. Mm. I mean, that's already a job, is it? Being on LinkedIn, it is hard no, to avoid. Well, yes, but also LinkedIn. Some people do make a job of being on LinkedIn. That's true. All right. Let me see if somebody's done the due diligence for us. A deep background dive. Right, I'm going to get this in. So I have news on Jake Scoos. He is a band member, singer, guitarist, and music producer, um, combining soulful vocals with catchy melodies, a modern blend of funk and soul, which, again, not quite bad egg, but suspicious. Hmm. Miss Graham said, the feeling of rope in your hands, of that statue coming down, the ripples that sent out into Bristol and the rest of the world, I could not be unchanged by that. It inspired me, and I realised that I can be an active player in society, as we can all be. It's quite a deep feeling, it's hard to articulate. It does sound a little bit good egg. Yeah, I think they are good eggs. Um, it's just... Yes. They sound like people I'd probably find really irritating if I met them in a pub. Yes. I think if you were in a pub and they were on a table next to you, I, I think you would be irritated. Yeah. But that doesn't make you a bad egg. No, 
because that would be broadly everybody I've ever been in a pub with. Yeah. Okay, so have we kind of settled on actually then not bellends well, and that we, we think they are probably good eggs? The the only thing that's really yeah. known about them, other than other than Dan's research about being in a band, is that that they they toppled the statue. And so Which I hmm. think is a pretty good uh, yeah. egg act. So um, I, I think if I had been there, um I don't think I would have been brave enough to have um joined in with pulling the ropes i think i'd have really liked being in the crowd but then i wouldn't yeah. have been in the crowd because it would have broken the covid rules so i'd have just been at mm. home watching it watching it on twitter like i was so i think i need to put them in individually so in May- goes maybe Rianne maybe you Graham. don't maybe they just deserve one good egg between yeah them. i think i think they get i think they only get to be good eggs in the context of being the colston four like um yeah. and then, power rangers and then okay. if if they do if they happen to go on to do something bad eggy we could individually classify them as a bad egg while still acknowledging well, that no, i think i think they're they're either linked for the rest okay, of the no, I, think you're right. I think that's fair yeah, I think so I think I think we should do them as a, as an entity. They good egg together. So if one of them ended up being egg a together. tax evader or something, then, then it would all, yes, it would take the whole. They all go the down together. Col- yeah. Okay, so Rianne Gray, Milo Ponsford, Jake Scoose, and Sage Willoughby as one entry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Right. Um. Next up, where are we? Um. Okay, down Ali, to... Ali has said the Salisbury 2. But well, I no, think... because I think that was a joke after the Colston 4. Yes, and I said um, the Beeston 1, by which I meant Ali. <laughs> so we then got, for some reason, Chris randomly put in some screenshots from his antisocial behaviour training. <laughs> yeah, um, that was the And then we, got, then, then we got to <laughs> the Indy 500, which as a, as a as motorsport event, I don't believe we can classify Eggwoods. Well, I think that was also uh, Christian just joining in oh, the joke yeah, later. Yeah. I thought yeah. I thought um, that was a very good evolution of that joke, actually. So then, then we got to uh, Mr. Djokovic, who yes. I feel yes. like there's not no, really any competition here. Like, no, uh, it, it seems he, like a waste of our time to discuss that. I think yeah. I think he's taking a principal stand. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's fine. Against, you you still, um, you still I think have he's seven principled stand against. Well, he, um, uh, well, the question is, which which principal stand did it take? Is it, is it the one about exposing children to COVID, or is it the one about lying about COVID tests, or is it about exposing cruel and arbitrary detention policies in immigration matters? I, I see. It's a performance art piece to um, to dis- to disclose the cruel treatment of detainees in Australia. Well, I think he's taking mm-hmm. a number of principled stands concurrently. And, and that can get quite confusing. So he's, yeah. he's taking a principled stance against being forced to have a vaccine to go to a country where having a vaccine is a prerequisite of travel. That's a principled stand against um, the rules of a sovereign state. Good on him. Um, I think he's taking a principled stand against COVID by not isolating like a like a wimp. Right? Only only vest wearers. Um, isolate when mm. they've got COVID. Real, that's true. Real powerful yeah. men like Djokovic uh, are so so good at being immune. They immediately that, go and visit a uh, group of children uh, when they've got COVID. 
Yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah. If I, if I he, caught COVID now, I would immediately go to Australia. I don't think you would. I think you'd put a vest on and go to bed. No, no, no. I've, I haven't worn a vest for um, 34 years, since I was red-pilled by Alex Graham. Or blue-pilled, <laughs> I don't know which way, which way around it is. But since he, uh, he taught me the error of my beta ways and made me an alpha like him, I've, uh, I've never worn a vest. Right. Is Alex Graham the one with the cheese farm? No. no, you're thinking of the one from Blur, not the one that Graham went to school with. No, that, yes, that's Alex oh, James. Right. He didn't. He didn't shame me for wearing a vest when I was eight. Okay. The, the weird thing is, is that like you, you, you've got just such vest wearer energy. Like, yeah, well, you never lose the energy, but I. <laughs> the you, can take, you can take the man out of the vest, but you can never take the vest out of the man, and that's my whole problem. But I try every day. I try. I, bur- I burn a vest every day. And if I see a child in a vest, and the, the, I immediately... the irony is, is that you burn the vest because you're cold. Whereas if you just yeah. wore one of the vests, you'd be warm enough. I just I huddle around the fire for warmth. Yeah. And um, then I see Alex Graham look at me and just shake his head because he's just stood out in the cold. And I'm like, God, not again! Burn, burn a man. No, burn a vest for a man, and you'll keep him warm for just one day. But teach that man. To wear the vest, to wear vest. <laughs> it'll stay warm for life. Until he, until his mum tells him he has to wash it because it's smelly. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I've put Novak Djokovic in already. Oh uh, no! But surely not. He's yes. a great. I mean, he can, he can obviously he can obviously appeal, um, but then yeah. we might decide to throw him in there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's he going to do? He wants to be in our podcast. He has to go abide <laughs> by our rules. Well, yeah. I think I think rules don't apply to great men. Well, that's, well they might that's... not do, but we're talking about Novak Djokovic. Mm. Yes. Okay, I think Will Young is a good egg. Christian from Scotland nominated him. Um, he just I seems like any a sense... really lovely chap. I don't really have any sense of what he's done for the last like decade. No, he's still doing music. It's possibly it's two decades. I don't really have a sense of awful. when was when was he on. Uh, the show was first pop star, first um, was. series of. He was first series of pop idol, wasn't he? They said yeah. pop stars, and that must have been about two thousand and one, I guess. No, so we're maybe two thousand. Like, so, but then he we're was in the first nearly twenty pop, years, and yeah, I, yeah, I, cool, feel like I, years, I feel like I feel like I've no idea what he's done for the last decade. Well, I mean, you might be a lo- you might be a good egg. I think that's a good sign he, because I think. I think yeah. a celebrity of that generation, if they were doing bad egg things, I think you would find out about it. Yeah. About mm. it yeah. I think that that probably means that he's made enough money to not have to do commercial stuff. And also probably he doesn't yeah. get offers to do big commercial stuff anymore. I think mm. he probably lives in quite a nice part of London. Um, I think he caught sort of flounces about and has a nice time. Mm. I expect he's got a medium-sized dog that um, yeah. he, he is overindulges, and I think all I those also, things are fine. I would also I think say he's, he's still releasing music. He had an album out last year, and I've got no idea what it sounds like, and it's probably fine. I don't think it would slap. No, no. But I don't think you'd expect it. To. No, I, I will say he's he's been the star from twenty years ago, and he's not. 
had any sort of Me Too revelations or Black Lives Matter revelations that's, or anything like that. That's which, again, exactly the credit. point I made a few minutes ago, yeah. Daniel. Yeah, I know, but I thought I'd phrase it differently. It's nice that. to have it explained, though. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed, enjoyed having that explained. I occasionally see him on things like, um, what's the um, Tim Lovejoy cooking thing that lasts for about nine hours on a Sunday morning, whatever that is. He's on that sort of light entertainment program every now and then, and he just mm. seems like a thoroughly lovely man. Fair enough. Well, and I think so. if my son grows up and is gay, if he brought home somebody like Will Young, I would think that is perfect. I would well, I mean, there would, there would be quite a substantial age difference. That's why I said somebody likes Will Young. If Will Young came home from school with Josh, then I would maybe <laughs> call him a bad egg and see, call the police. <laughs> see, sim- th- see, the similarities are complex things because you could be like yeah. Will Young in that you were the same age as Will Young. (laughs) 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 Which I guess he must be in his late... So he's 42. 42. So, yeah, he was born in the 20th of January. Uh, It's his birthday in one week, uh, 1979. So there's like a 36-year age gap? That's Um, quite a big age gap. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. But... It is at this age, but then, you know, when he's... Well, no, the, the 36 nine... years would stay the same. Still... Yeah, no, but as a proportion of their life, it's, yes, it's lower. Yes, as a proportion like, of their life, it is yeah. more problematic now than um, perhaps a 60-year-old and a 96-year-old. I, I, I feel the proportion yeah. isn't really relevant when you're talking about a six-year-old. Well, no, it is, because that's what makes it so awful at this age, but... I mean, like, it would still it, be awful if it was 10 years. Yes, yeah. But then, <laughs> right, but then a 40-year-old going out with a 30-year-old isn't awful. No, I agree. I'm just saying it's not, it's not just the proportion that is the problem when you're talking about a six-year-old. Well, yes, I mean, you get to a point where any age... Well, yeah, 10 years, I mean, okay, wasn't the oldest acceptable girlfriend for a six-year-old? <laughs> I, I would say no higher than eight. Yeah, I think that's I, probably reasonable. So from that okay. we can extrapolate that this the acceptable, yeah, yeah, the, okay, the so the, maximum acceptable age difference between these two people is a third of the age of the younger one. So the, the uh, no, I'm not sure you'd go that far. I think you've got to do it age by age and by committee. And I think I think eight for eight for six, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, what about seven? <laughs> Seven for nine. Are we going to stretch it to ten at that point? I would say no. I think it's still seven to nine. Okay. Eight, eight to ten still feels right. Yeah. Uh, nine to eleven. I think you could. Nine to eleven is difficult because then they're in different schools, aren't they? So does the does the tolerance become lower? I don't think it can become lower. I mean, I couldn't live in that society. So right. it has nine nine to eleven has to be okay. Then ten to twelve. Then eleven eleven to thirteen. Yeah, I think we're still at two years at that point. I think yeah. probably you go all the way up to 16 to 18, and right. it's not until you get to 17. 17 to 20 is on the, it, it seems about right to, to And you have to bear in mind, gap. obviously, this is in the context of, of the UK as well, because it, stuff gets really tricky when you go to other countries and you have different ages of consent and um, what's the thing? Well, I don't... Um, we're, we're, as the uh, the uh, the... 
the Andrew formerly known as Prince is finding out to his cost. Well, indeed. So I don't, I don't think that was really part of the conversation. Adam. Well, it, but it becomes a factor around the sixteen eighteen mark, doesn't it? It's always a thing. Like, there's something inherent. Like, if you're talking like the American thing, right? There's something inherently creepy about like a nineteen year old and a seventeen year old. But if it was like a sixteen and a no, I think that's that, that grey area where technically you're a pedo, but it's fine, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I think even in this country, I, I think that could be, that could be clipped even, very badly for you. Even in this country, if a seventeen-year-old was going out with a fifteen-year-old, technically that's a pedo. Actually, but nobody's going to you know, get upset there's, about there's it. Aren't exemption they? for um, for of two years for someone who has just turned sixteen dating someone who just hasn't. So, seventeen dating year old fifteen is actually legal. That sounds like something Dan has learnt by rote, just in case. No, I mean, it's been a long time since I've been 17, but no, I learnt it in law school. It's- okay, fair enough. So then, yeah, so then I think you get 17 to 20, it's fine. By the time you get to, you know, once somebody's in their 70s, they can go out with somebody 120, I don't give a fuck, it's none of my business. Okay. Just have to worry about all the, like, hip injuries and so, stuff. What's the age gap between me and Thanks, Michael Dan. Portillo, do you think? How old are you? Uh, thirty-nine. Oh, He's got to be one. You're um. I'm old. He's got late sixties. Late sixties or early seventies. How are you uh, looking like? forward to becoming forty? Yeah, I've got mixed feelings about it. Yeah. Okay, so Portillo is um twenty-nine years your senior. Right. Okay. What's What's the earliest time that we hypothetically could have hooked up by your reckoning okay so when he was 29 <laughs> that wouldn't have been appropriate <laughs> we're gonna go through one by one when he was 30 <laughs> that wouldn't have been appropriate um so when, when chris was 18 he would have been I was what God, i can't do these maths 50 49 47 yeah no that wouldn't i couldn't have allowed that mm-hmm <laughs> No, I think I think you would need to be at least thirty before you could fuck Michael Bosco. <laughs> so, well, it's, I mean, you could, it's kind of so at thirty, weird. he'd have been fifty-eight. That I think I I would give I mean, him my blessing. Would, yeah, people would would be uncomfortable with it, but for yeah. more reasons than just the age gap, I think there's a there's a, there's a bit of a political difference, isn't there? Mm. But we both do love trains. Hmm. And he seems Ooh. to be mellowing with age. Mm. Can any Tory truly be said to love trains? Uh, no, he really uh, does. But only specifically very, very old vintage like oh. steam trains. And no, and stuff. he likes I new ones think. too. Mm, he, he oh, they've been privatised. Yeah, and, the, and the, he's in first class. What do you think the best age would have been for me and Michael Portillo to have hooked up? Right now? Well... I mean, the best I mean, scenario, obviously, we, we invent time machine and kind of body transfers in some way so that we could both be 18. That would be the optimum, wouldn't it? I mean, ideally, he'd be 87 and you'd be 58 because then that's a third of... Uh, oh, no, hang on, I've got my maths there. So then he might die and you'd inherit all his money. 
How do I make a third of your age be 29? 29 times 3. So you'd have to be 87, and he'd have to be 116. <laughs> I don't think I've done these yeah, maths. You've not done it right. So, <laughs> so, so do you mean that the the um, when you came up with your rule... So the difference between you yeah. can't be more than a third of your age. More than a third of... Are, are the, you sure? The, the diff- when you're thinking about the older person and it being... No, more because a, a six-year-old and an eight-year-old is okay and a third of six is two. Oh, okay. So the... So if you were... Th- yeah. We so, have to take it, so the, the Portello constant is 29 because that's the difference between your ages. We can't change that. So I have yeah. to be... So, yeah, so you, three you would need to be... 29 and he has to be four times to be, 20. Yeah, you need to be 87. And he'd have to be 116. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're halfway there. Well, it's something to look forward to, isn't it? No, you're not even halfway there, are you? You've got ages yet. God. And you've got to somehow keep him alive until he's 116. (laughs) I think with advances, you you know, well, I'm going to start donating to cancer research then. It's the only way to keep him going, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mean, this is um, the most star-crossed lover's story I've ever heard, and it's so beautiful. I mean, he he doesn't even know that I exist. No. We're just no, waiting better. until until he's only one third of my age older than me. But you have got forty eight years. Forty eight years to still get him wait. to recognise you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, what, it's what point do you think? Do you think so you've in the year twenty seventy, right. you and Michael Portello can finally consummate this. Uh, I will this, your destiny. I'll put it in my calendar as something yeah. to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Will Young, good egg. Yeah. And, I mean, that's on the basis of lots of things i just assuming about him without any knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's best way, I think. Yeah. Um, TikTok rugby bin man, bad egg. I don't think we can know enough about that man. To... I don't even have a sense of who he is as I refuse yeah. to click he on TikTok. He was a man at some rugby who uh, jumped in a bin. He entertained oh, okay. people by jumping in a bin. Um, no Gordon opinion. Ramsey. Now, Gordon Ramsay, Chris is going to contest on the basis that he has made up a rule that Scottish and Welsh people aren't allowed in. It mostly really, really, no, I think Welsh are because Wales is part of England, as we all know. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think the Scotch should be allowed. But we, we just rated Dolly Parton and Novak Djokovic, neither of whom, to my knowledge, are English or Welsh. But also they're not Scotch. Yeah, because they're Scotch eggs. There's a different system. Yeah, but I've had good Scotch eggs, and I've had bad Scotch eggs. Okay. Have you had a not-proven Scotch egg, though? I would like to know what that means. Sorry, it's a very obscure legal joke that in oh, Scotland... Oh, fine. I thought it was like a thing like where the, the yolk was still running no. or something like that. <laughs> no, it's, it's a really shit joke. Okay. No, it's a good joke. It's just very mm. obscure. Maybe if um, and, uh, um, Bethany still listens... Um, She'll enjoy that legal joke. Maybe. Uh, me and Dan once watched a football match in a pub in London, and they brought out Scotch eggs at halftime that you could buy, and it was the best Scotch egg I've ever eaten. It really was. Really amazing. It was so crispy on the outside, and it was all warm through. Yeah. And it was, oh, it's it just was beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. Amazing. I would say I think about that Scotch egg. At least once a month, okay. and this was 
2018. Yeah. Okay, so I, I think I'm I'm broadly bad egg, even if it's bad Scotch egg. Yeah, I think he's an absolute fucking cunt. And uh, I would like to, to, I would like to be contrary, but I, I just, just not sure I can be. I just dislike yeah. him. I think he's just a real piece of shit. I refuse. Ooh. I refuse to represent him. I'm yeah, not going to no, take. I'm not going to take the case on. You know, there's some some lines you just can't cross as a as a as you an can, egg lawyer. You lose your egging license. You are an ethical egg lawyer, aren't you? Well, I think people deserve representation, but not Gordon Ramsay. I think he's a bad Scotch egg. Yeah. Mm. Maybe I've prejudiced okay. the trial by standing up as his um, as his defence lawyer and saying that to the jury. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably shouldn't have put that in your opening statement. <laughs> uh, so I put Gordon Ramsay in, in brackets, Scotch egg, to a piece, Chris. Yes, thank you. Okay. Uh so, does anybody have any other eggs they'd like to nominate? Uh, not I, right now, I don't think. I think that we did have a bit of a backlog there, and I think future episodes it would take less time. But, um, I mean, do we have a good e- good or bad egg of the week? I mean, bad egg of the week is just, you can't be Joris Bonson because otherwise it will just be every week forever. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's got to be Novak Djokovic, right? No, yeah, I, mean- I would say so. I, I feel um, Prince Nance is. Um, uh, I think he's similar. Similar. Prince Joris, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, he's an ongoing he's bad egg, and he's yeah. not. He's, he's not going to stop being a bad egg any time. Like actively being a bad egg anytime soon. Yeah, whereas Djokovic true. will will likely fade into the background once the Australian Open is over. Um, yeah. But now that uh, he's no longer Royal Highness, um, is being. Well, is, is he still called Prince Andrew, or is he now just Andrew? Or Andy, uh, I believe he's still. I believe he's still Prince Andrew. He's just not His Royal Highness anymore. Oh, I thought he was just Andrew Windsor now. Uh, that is a possibility. I didn't actually. Prince was a royal title. I might have misunderstood that though. So it just says he loses his military titles and use of HRH. Yeah, so you can't say His hmm. Royal Highness. Um, so it just says Prince Andrew will They're stop still... using the style His Royal Highness in the official capacity, uh, and he, he loses all his military titles. Um, it's basically the royal right. equivalent of turning in your badge and gun. Mm. Because <laughs> this is one more case before retirement. <laughs> Unfortunately, he is the uh, the player, the subject of this case. You're out. You're out of line, Andrew. <laughs> uh, well, BBC is still calling him Prince Andrew. Well, yeah. uh, the BBC says he still retains HRH but won't use it. Well, I mean, I don't think you can. I don't know if you can actually have that title revoked. Yeah, I guess not. Maybe the monarchy could just sort of disband it's itself. Like, it's like so it's like um, Harry and Meghan. Like technically, yeah. he's still His Royal Highness Prince Harry. He just isn't allowed to. His mum's told him he's not allowed to use it. Not his mum. He gave up his dukeness. His mum hasn't done it. No, Could sorry, his grave. grandmother. <laughs> um. So apparently, he was. Uh, oh, he's got a lot of titles. Honorary Air Commodore of RAF Lossiemouth. Yeah, there's a vacancy Colonel, in, Colonel in Chief of the Royal Irish Regiment, Colonel in Chief of the Small Arms School Corps, Colonel, Colonel in Chief of the Royal Lancers, Colonel in Chief of the Yorkshire Regiment, Colonel in Chief of the Small Arms School Corps, again, apparently, um, Com- Commodore in Chief of the, Air, of the Fleet Air Arm, Royal Colonel of the Royal Highland Fusiliers, Royal Colonel of the Royal Regiment of Scotland. Fucking hell, he's the Can you imagine if there was a war and he just turned up and started barking orders at people? 
And he's losing his what's going on. He was a colonel in chief of the Royal Highland Fusiliers of Canada. Colonel in chief of the Royal New Zealand Army Logistic Regiment, Colonel in chief of the Princess Louise Fusiliers of Canada. <laughs> um, I think the Princess Louise Fusiliers of Canada are a band. Mm. Um, and Colonel in chief of the Queen's York Regiment's first American regiment. So, I mean, for all of his faults, he must have been very good at army to get all of those. Well, titles. he will retain his service rank of vice admiral. Um, well, yeah. that's one way to think about it. Graham, the other way to think about it is that uh, he's a member of the royal family and they just get given to him. No. As an an ex-member of the armed forces, he was promoted in line with his still-serving peers and made vice-admiral by the Navy. So basically, he he stopped serving in the army but kept getting promotions every time anyone he served with got a promotion. Yeah, because he was so good. He was such a good soldier. Um, he was due to be promoted to Admiral on his 60th birthday, but was asked to defer this after it turned out he was a pedo. Yeah, yeah it's frustrating, isn't it? Okay, well, yeah, I mean, bad egg of the week, that seems fair. Um, any particularly good eggs this week? I haven't really been paying attention, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's Colston 4, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it has to be, doesn't it? They're the only ones we've ratified who are specific to this week. Yeah, contemporary. Okay, well, Congratulations to them. They can uh, come and collect their eggs um, from any one of our houses at any time. We have to make sure we've got four eggs in the cupboard at all times to hand out in case they turn up. I always do. Or we can nip down to spa. What what kind of eggs are acceptable? Eggs. Uh, any. Any. any eggs. Um, when you say any, that's risky. Any chicken eggs. Well, that's a very big, big reduction then. Any chicken eggs. You just said any eggs. I could okay, get them snails' bird eggs. eggs. Bird eggs. Define, yeah, define eggs. bird for me. You can't. There's no such thing as a bird. Well, there you are. You're thinking of fish. You're, Same thing. Because they're bird, fish of the, fish birds. Fish of the skies, are, aren't birds they? Are just reptiles, really, aren't they? Reptiles that yeah. that grew grew wings and got good at being warm. Okay. Any bird or reptile egg. Okay. Not snail egg. Uh, snails don't lay eggs; they're mammals. <laughs> Caviar. Um, yeah, everyone knows about snail nipples. Yeah. What do you uh, think about frog spawn? Yeah, okay, like, yes, you could give them four frog spawns in a teaspoon. Very seasonal, isn't it? Frog spawn. Yeah, mm. I don't think I've seen frog spawn for nearly nearly forty years. Probably no, not quite. <laughs> nearly that. forty years. <laughs> Certainly over thirty years. <laughs> you you mm. saw you saw frog spawn in the womb and then never again. Yeah, and then never again. Yeah. Are you are you half a frog? Could be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, uh, I think that's it. Is that, yeah, let's go away. What? Oh. Okay. No, no, um, that can't be it. Abrupt. Well, that's fifty-four minutes. We we can't possibly have time for anything else. Mm. I've got a question. I've got a question for you. Okay. Um, so I, <laughs> um, the the dog that I um, help look after that lives over the road um, has had to start wearing um, baby grows that I have converted um, in order to stop her licking at a wound. Right, and as a result, I have got <laughs> lots of. Um, arms from converted baby grows. Yeah. Um, if you okay. want to know, then the correct sizing 
Um, if you want to get a Jack Russell to wear a converted baby grow, is you need to go for newborn or not to three months, and you need the ones that have got both arms and legs uh, and button all the way down the front. Anyway, um, as a result so of this, this... This feels very much like you're getting your defence on the record early. <laughs> so, so look, I've got lots, lots, <laughs> of, lots of cut-off arms from um, baby grows that I bought in a yeah. charity shop. Um, mm. And what, 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 can, what can we do with them? Because it seems a shame to throw them away. We can sew nice them bike. back together. It's got dinosaurs on. Sew them back together and make completed baby grows and then take them back to the charity shop. Well, no, because so, they, I've only them got... into one long arm for a snake. <laughs> yes, that is a good suggestion. A snake sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do that. Or you could make them into one long arm, stuff them with something, mm-hmm. and then you've made a draft excluder. Look how many I've got. It's just silly. Yeah, that's definitely not going to look good when the police search your home. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, if if listeners have any suggestions on what to do with a, a big pile of um, cut off arms from newborn baby grows, then let me know. I'm not sure I want to know. And I suppose afterwards, babies could wear them again, and they would look. You know, when um, when cool dudes in 1980s films have got like cut off denim jackets to show their guns. Um, yeah. That's uh, that would be the the baby equivalent of of that. Anyway, just okay. a just a thought. I don't really know how to respond to that. No, there is no way to respond to that. Hmm. Well, I I just, just just you know, if anyone's got any suggestions, it seems a shame to have to throw them away. Yeah, there's probably something you can do. I don't. I don't know what. I can't. I'd live anything for me. People with pet weasels and use them for weasel jumpers. Mm, it's. Uh, it'd have to be very small weasels. Weasels are very small. Not as small as newborn babies' arms. You sure they are. A weasel. Weasels are. They're quite. They're quite big, Dan. Yeah, imagine a thin cat with no legs. <laughs> but longer, good. that's essentially a weasel. That is, that's quite a good, good imagining. Okay, yeah. here's a fun game for you. This is a really good game. Um, you have to imagine an animal and then uh, describe it using other animals like you did with weasel. Yeah. And then, okay. and then other people have to guess what it is. Okay, um, it's a sheep that's been stretched in every direction. <laughs> um, okay, in every direction. Yes. Uh, is no, I suppose not. Actually, it's been stretched up and down. Up and down. Two of the six directions. Two of the six directions. Uh, is it a goat? No. Is it a cow? How would it be a cow? Well, I, I can't think what what I can't think what you're going for. It's been stretched in two directions. Yes. Well, it's not giraffe. No. 
Because it's a sheep. Jar. <laughs> Um, You're not paying attention to the sheep element of this. Are you, are you saying ram? No. Then I would have shared a set of sheep with a dick. Um, I, can you expand on your definition? Okay. Um, the sheep has been stretched vertically, and its teeth have also been stretched vertically. Oh, okay. Is it, uh, is it a camel? No, but you're sort of edging towards the right ballpark, I would say. Like a llama? I was thinking alpaca, but I will give you llama. Okay. It's essentially the same. <sighs> okay. Um, right, I've I've got I've got one. So um it's uh, a a big duck with an asbo. A duck bill platypus. Oh, a Dan gets it, swan. Mm, I think you should have played up the elegance. Yeah. I regret not saying about a seagull. But, uh, mm. Well, in, in every aspect of your life. Mm. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go to bed now. Okay. Yes. Mm, that sounds sensible. Yes. Okay. But probably oh wait! I need to. Podcast. I need to make my apologies, don't I? I um, your apologies. Your apologies early. No, early no, then. it's from last last week. Um, I'd like mm. to apologise to Richard Osman. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> cut him off. I'd like to apologise to the Australian people, um, mm. and I'd like to apologise to Daniel. I think I've been a little bit, a little bit mean to him today. Not in anything, not in any particular way. I just sort of thought, oh, it wasn't very nice then. You've been having some mean thoughts bit, about him. No, I think I was just a bit dismissive of when, you know, when he sort of said back what I said. I think it was mm-hmm. a bit mean the way I handled that. I think I should have just said, that's right, Daniel. <laughs> Are you in a program? <laughs> what kind of program? Like a like a 13 steps program. 13 steps. Is- <laughs> You're having to make amends. Oh, that reminds me. What are you drinking? Ah, well, wouldn't you like to know? Are you curious about what I'm drinking on on dry curious, January? Yeah. Is it non-alcoholic lager? Well, it, what do you yes. what do you think it is? I would it say is? non-alcoholic lager. It's it's not non-alcoholic lager. Okay, is it lager lager? I couldn't possibly comment during dry January. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to prejudice the case. Yeah, I, I'm going to get um, Sue Gray's going to do an investigation. Yeah. Sue Gray? Yeah, fair enough. She's going to investigate yeah, what, what I'm drinking. And okay, got to wait well, I'll look report. forward to the results of that inquiry in, uh, in December. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>